What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast, episode 211 here. How is everybody doing today on this lovely Thursday? Oh my gosh, I only turned on one light here. Guys, we had the Ted Jones Comedy Show on Monday night. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you, everybody who showed up. Amazing crowd, amazing comics. It was really the place to be. But guys, if you missed that show and you're in New York City tonight... Comedy Night with Ted Jones at Asylum NYC, 307 West 26th Street in Chelsea. Check the link in this YouTube video for tickets, Instagram, Ted Jones World, wherever you guys find me, you'll find that link there. But I had such an amazing show, and tonight the lineup is incredible, so I'm super pumped for that, guys. A lot going on in the world, okay? We're close to potentially going to war with Russia, all right? This uh, This is something that really isn't getting so much news press outside of the news you know like turning on cnn or whatever like you figured you get push notifications from cnn that just tell you what's going on in the world but i don't know scary thought because if um russia invades ukraine then we're definitely going in there and starting a war i don't even really know what that looks like but we're on ukraine's side it seems like so um I don't know. Hopefully, tensions freaking ease up because that's. Hey, go, go free up, my amigo. Anyway, on to, on to lighter notes, guys. Yes, I still do buy weed from the bodega around the corner from my apartment. This is like, honestly, twenty five percent of what an actual eighth would cost if I were to go to like a medical marijuana store. I'm not. It's not like I wouldn't go to a ma- medical marijuana place, but the fifteen dollar like club fee for the day and then also 30 percent taxes it just doesn't make sense and then also when you're trying to get an eighth it's more expensive guys i'm a weed guy you know you guys might be red wine people white wine people whatever it is but um you know to each his own so talking about football quickly you know we do have the super bowl coming up this sunday very exciting halftime show looks absolutely lit Eminem coming back dr dre snoop dogg and um, a lot of other performers but there was some tea that was spilled in the NFL talking about the Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross who's also a big time developer in New York City he like basically made all of Hudson Yards over there the skyscrapers he apparently is being accused of telling a coach to lose games for the franchise and if he were to lose games he would get like a hundred thousand dollars per games lost um you know obviously this has been an issue in the sport ever since back when Pete Rose was playing baseball you know, shaving points, making the other team win, betting on your team, whatever whatever that is. But if this is true, and Stephen Ross actually told a coach that he should lose games in order to help their position in the future, maybe the next year they get a better draft pick or it works somehow better financially for them to lose, we got an issue here, all right? And I think the, the full reason that Brian Flores is coming out is because inequality in the workplace and... You know, you see it when you talk about um, black people in football. You know, you really only see black people in football when they're on the field. You don't really see so many in the manager's office, general manager position. Owners, definitely not. So, I don't know. You know, I, I, I understand that football has been around for a very long time and it's been owned by the white man for a very long time, but I think we need to switch it up, guys. Okay? It's time that we see a black NFL owner. I see that this gentleman, Robert Smith, who has like $5 billion, might buy a team. That'd be great to see. But I think just diversity in general. You know, if you guys even go to a Ted Jones comedy show, Comedy Night with Ted Jones, we always try and have at least a couple girls up there just to mix it up, you know? Girls are funny too, you know? And obviously black people can coach teams and obviously they can own teams as well. 
So we got to break down this white barrier, it seems like. It does seem like a barrier. I don't want to sound too controversial, but I, I think it is. And we got to break it down. Some exciting news on the vegan forefront. New York City public schools now have vegan Fridays. I am loving this. We just really need to make sure that when we do vegan Fridays, though, we're not like skimping out on anything so the kids know that vegan is the way to go. It's the move. You know, like we got to have Impossible Burgers, Beyond Burgers, whatever, have vegan cheese on whatever you're making for the kids. You know, we can't just serve them like a side of potatoes and some broccoli. Otherwise, these kids are just going to go right back to their old habits of eating meat. Guys, I mean, it's the future. We're going to be eating this cellular meat that tastes the same as regular meat. And as long as the texture is the same and it's better for you, like, why do you guys care? You know, I understand that some people don't really eat vegetables, don't eat fruit. That's something that you got to adjust, you know, because your taste buds are so used to eating whatever it's eaten for the past however many years you've been alive. But slowly transitioning to cell-based meats, it's better. It's going to be better for you. You know, people get skeeved out. Like when I talk about the third annual Ted Jones World Vegan Hot Dog Eating Contest, by the way, coming in July, so excited for that event. We are getting together the details, but like, When we talk about vegan hot dogs, it's just soy protein. You know, it's not what a hot dog is made out of. And I know you guys know what a hot dog is made out of. Pause. Do you? Yes, like pig intestines, pig butt. It's just not good. And also, what if there's an alternate universe where we only eat dogs and pigs are our pets? And we're like, oh, my God, you eat pigs? You're gross. You're supposed to be eating dogs. There probably is an alternate universe like that. All right. If you guys have seen any of these environmental videos, seen Game Changers, you've seen What the Hell, seen Super Size Me Too, you'll see, just even the, in these three movies, you'll see <laughs> that the industry where we kill things with mothers and faces, it's just not right, guys. We're closing our eyes. I'd say the first thing you should start with if you do drink coffee and you put whole milk in that coffee, knock it off. Either put oat milk in there, almond milk. There's so many different types of milk. Coconut milk. Or just drink it black. I drink it black. I used to not drink it black, but I think one of my ex-girlfriends got me onto it. It's kind of a weird thing to drink it black, but it just tastes so pure, and I feel like I'm ready to go. The Starbucks ice black coffee now, it's a little bit strong for me. It's maybe a little bit too black. You know, I've spoken about on here before about how I would just go weeks just drinking that iced coffee every single day, but now I've got a new guy. I got go to the guy at the stand the stand in the corner, not the stand comedy club and restaurant. <laughs> he does a great job with it. It's like half the price of Starbucks, and I'm happy with it. You know, but to each his own in their cup of coffee, just make sure you're not putting any freaking, you know, animal milk in there. All right? I went to the gym earlier today with no glasses on, no contacts in. And I, honestly, it was, I don't want to say life-changing, but it was just a very unique experience I feel like I've never done that before and just not being able to see is kind of a blessing I mean in when you're going to the gym maybe it is kind of a blessing you're just so focused on yourself I had my headphones in I wasn't really distracted by anything and then like sometimes I mean you guys tell me if you do this I'm sure you do but like if you're in a tank top or whatever you just check yourself in the mirror all the time (laughs) that's what I do so like if you're wearing a tank top and you can't even see in the mirror chances are you're going to have a better workout just because you're so focused on contraction and all that crap. Guys, I cannot wait for Comedy Night with Ted Jones tonight. If you guys are in New York City, make sure you get to that show. We have an amazing lineup for you guys. 
set, and ready to go. But we also have Ted Jones Comedy Show February 21st, if you guys can't make that. And I will be in Miami opening for Hannah Burner February 20th, 8 p.m., Sunday night. So, yes, we're going back-to-back with the me opening that show down there in Miami and then doing the Ted Jones Comedy Show on February 21st. So, a busy month, guys. Busy month. Who do you have in the Super Bowl this Sunday? I'm curious to know who do you got. I wish the Jets would make the Super Bowl, man. It's crazy that the Jets nor Giants play in New York. Like, nobody's really even made that big of a deal out of it, except for the guy who sued them for not playing in New York. That was pretty funny. I want to actually look this up. (laughs) According to a report by Larry McShane of the New York Daily News, a $6 billion lawsuit was filed in a Manhattan federal court in January that demands both the Giants and Jets abandoned. MetLife Stadium in New Jersey and returned to playing in New York by 2025. You know, I I don't know. Should the fan who filed this lawsuit get six bill? I don't know about that. But I think it there is something to be said for putting the football teams that are called New York football teams in New York. You know, we definitely have enough room on one of the five boroughs. I'll throw it up there in the Bronx, maybe next to Yankee Stadium, or maybe even put it down in Staten Island. I like that. I like that move, actually. It'll have an, Staten Island will have an attraction. This is a good move. Why is the, um, the freaking, I'm like the mayor of Staten Island. The mayor of Staten Island is the mayor of New York City, Ted. So, <laughs> Eric Adams being vegan, loving Bitcoin, my guy. I think you should put the stadium in Staten Island. Staten Island needs a, a tourist attraction. Doesn't really have that. No Bronx, Yankee Stadium, you go to Queens, you got... Shea Stadium, excuse me, not Shea Stadium anymore. It's City Field where the Mets play, and then you got the Tennis Center. And then, you know, Manhattan has their own stuff. Brooklyn's got the Brooklyn Nets Stadium there, the Barclays Center. And Staten Island, what, it doesn't have anything sports-wise. You know, I know it has, like, minor league baseball there, but, like, I think we need some more action down on Staten Island. Staten Island I've been to a couple of times. I won't talk shit about Staten Island because it's part of New York City. All right. You can't talk so much shit about it, but like I think more activities need to be had there. There's got to be more hotels opening. Maybe. Yeah. You build a, a football stadium, build hotels around that, build a strip mall and then we're moving. Then we're getting it moving. You know, while Staten Island from my apartment here in Chelsea would probably take like 45 minutes to get to things will move quicker with the ferry coming about. We'll see. Also, if you guys didn't know. Paul Italia, who's the owner of the Stan Comedy Club and Restaurant. Paul, if you're listening, man, what's up? He just got an extension on moving his ferry out of Staten Island. He bought a ferry with a couple guys from SNL, and they're trying to figure out where they're going to put it. Are they going to put it in East River? They're going to put it on the west side? Whatever. But, like, we just need more attractions to Staten Island, okay? I'm sick of everybody shitting on Staten Island. I'm not, I have no connection to Staten Island, but I don't like it, all right? It's part of New York. City, we got to treat it like it's part of New York City, all right? So if you guys talk shit about Staten Island, you better knock it off. Even though some places in Staten Island, you know, are maybe anti-vax and stuff like that, which obviously I am not. I think we just need to broaden our mindset and accept Staten Island as a borough in New York City. And since the Giants have been in New Jersey since 1976 and the Jets have been there since 1984, it's time. We got to mix it up. Put them in Staten Island. I'm all here for that. Eric Adams, if you're listening, my boy, we got to put them in Staten Island. Give them like an, a tourist attraction. What is going on with Peloton also? You know, I know the stock plummeted just because like 
people are getting out more, but like I, I thought it was a good idea. Sometimes it doesn't really make so much sense why stocks plummet. You guys know what I mean? Starbucks scraps vaccine requirement following Supreme Court decision. Starbucks is the only place in New York City now that when I walk in, like they immediately ask for a mask. No other place in New York City asks for a mask. I mean, that I've been to. Usually the smaller shops would potentially ask you, but I think Starbucks just has a nationwide mandate. But now um, the New York Starbucks is no longer requiring employees to get vaccinated or submit to weekly testing, which is good. You know, it's good. But I think at some point we're just going to get to, I think we're just going to get to a herd immunity. I know we haven't really talked about this in like a year and a half, herd immunity. But I think the people who are unvaccinated are probably going to get it. (laughs) They'll get really sick. They'll have antibodies. And then, you know, you move forward from that point. But if you are unvaccinated, it's just a matter of time until you get it, right? Unless you are unvaccinated, I'd love to speak with you and kind of get your opinion on why why you're not vaccinated. You know, I do know a couple people who are unvaccinated. Maybe I'll actually get one of them on the podcast. That'd be interesting to pick their brain. But, like, I mean, everybody is doing it. It seems like at least 80% of the people in New York and Connecticut is no longer going to have a mask mandate. I saw that Orange County in California no longer having a mask mandate. And when that news was put forward, um, the people of California thought that that in- included L.A., but L.A., no, still has a mask mandate. So um, who knows what's going to happen with this, with this coronavirus, you know, like Omicron, big variant, slowed things down like a month and a half ago. And what's going to happen going forward? We'll really see. We'll see. You guys remember the Fugees? Obviously, they just canceled their 25 anniversary tour. They're writing, we anticipate and understand disappointment, but our anniversary tour will not be able to happen. The continued COVID pandemic has made touring conditions difficult, and we want to Make sure we keep our fans and ourselves healthy and safe. Bateman read, an idea sparked to honor and celebrate the 25th anniversary of the score, but we now see it may not currently be our time to be revisiting our past work. Guys, do you agree with this? I don't. Why? Like, why would you cancel a tour? I don't understand that. Life needs to go on, okay? I understand that you definitely need to be careful in... Watching out for coronavirus, but life needs to go on. You can't be canceling a tour like this. Think about how many people's jobs relied on that. Why don't you just have everybody who comes to the concert be vaccinated or have to show up with a test? Canceling a tour is not the answer. Okay? Unless it was canceled because of ticket sales, then, okay, that's something to be said. But, I mean, to come out and cancel a tour and say, like, oh, well, we want all of our fans to be safe, I think that's BS. I don't think that's the truth. Is it possible they didn't sell enough tickets? I think so. I think more so. Because we should be living as regular of a life as we can in getting vaccinated, or if you're not vaccinated, wearing a mask, or if you're not vaccinated and you don't want to wear a mask, whatever, good luck to you, rolling the dice. (laughs) Bitcoin and Ethereum slowly coming back to life as I am recording this. Bitcoin at 43,000, Ethereum at $3,050. And guys, Shiba's pumping a little bit too. Haven't talked to you guys about Shiba Inu coin um, in a long time here, but whatever. If you have $100 to forget about, put it in Shiba Inu, and then maybe you'll look back in two years and it's worth $1,000 or maybe even more than that. That's my speculative uh, coin that I use. Yes, people will say it's a shit coin. I don't even use it. What am I talking about? That I bought. You know, like Bitcoin, Ethereum, obviously hot. I was into Uniswap for a little bit, but I lost a lot of money there, right? I think Uniswap is a great decentralized coin. And don't listen to anything that I'm saying. 
by the way, go on YouTube, listen to BitBoy Crypto, um, listen to Mike Novogratz, listen to Michael Saylor. Just type these names into YouTube, okay? Because these are the people that I listen to in terms of crypto. Uh, Shiba Inu coin, I mean, I really just like took that upon myself to buy to buy some of that. But like watching the Full Send podcast with Gary V talking about NFTs, I mean, crypto's the wave. It's it's gonna happen, you know. Whether um, whether it happens this year, Bitcoin at a hundred thousand, Ethereum at ten thousand, it's on the way. It's on the move. So hedge yourself because if you guys are just saving money in your Chase account, you're losing seven percent a year, or you did the last year. Ah, I gotta do some laundry. I gotta do some laundry, guys. How often are you doing laundry? I'm doing laundry like once every two weeks, so it's like thirty five bucks. It's not so bad, but like. I wish I had a laundry machine in the apartment. You guys got a laundry machine in your apartment or what? I also have some XRP on my Coinbase account in my wallet, but I'm not able to trade it because they are currently going through a a lawsuit with the SEC. So either I end up losing this money or as soon as the lawsuit is over, I'm definitely going to cash out. But that's funny. What do you guys think about XRP? With all these different coins, a lot of research is definitely needed before you hop in, unless you're thinking about not gambling, but like, putting your money in a coin that could go to zero or could go to the moon, like a Shiba Inu. I don't like giving you guys advice on this podcast because I remember like one of the first three episodes, I think, yeah, uh, it was probably like episode three, amateur <laughs> amateur stock picks. I was like, yeah, you got to buy MedMen, Beyond Meat. And it's just, it takes so long because those companies are such future companies. You know what I mean? Like there is a MedMen in New York. It, there's one in Miami, but the one in New York and Miami you need to have a medical marijuana card for the state in order to purchase anything in there. And then in L.A., you could just walk in. It's like the Apple Store. If you guys have ever been there or if you're in L.A., definitely check it out. MedMen, it's like fully has all the details on the weed. It's not like you eat an edible and then you're like, all right, well, hopefully I don't get insanely high that I have to go to the hospital and my heart is beating 200 miles an hour. But like the future companies, I don't see how you can go wrong. Jeff Bezos once said that he invests in companies that he thinks will change how we live. So, Beyond Meat, yeah, I think it's going to change how we live. I'm not I'm not talking about stocks. I'm just talking about the trajectory of the company. You see we have Beyond Chicken and KFC that I still need to try, yes. And if you guys have tried it, you let me know. TedJonesWorld at gmail.com. Speaking of TedJonesWorld.com, we have a juicy email today. Hey, Ted, I'm visiting from Chicago. I'm here for a week. I definitely want to try a few vegan places. What are some restaurants that you can recommend. All right, well, you know, since since we're not sponsored by these vegan restaurants, um, you know, I can still give them a shout-out, obviously. So I'd say, okay, you got to go with Veggie Grill. Veggie Grill, we did a vlog on. It was like vlog 11 or 12. Check that out. Uh, New Leaf, which is actually across the street from Veggie Grill on 23rd Street. Artistic Pizza, good vegan pizza if you're trying to hit that. Um, Lady Bird, if you're trying to go out to dinner, 7th Street between 1st and A. Yeah, you know what? We'll stick with those four. Those are four good options there. You got Veggie Grill, which is on 23rd Street. You got New Leaf, which is on 23rd Street also. Artistic Pizza, if you want some pizza down by the Comedy Cellar. And Lady Bird, if you want to go out, nice, cheap meal, not so expensive. But also, like, any real Mediterranean place in New York City, you have a good chance of finding good vegan options with falafel, 
and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Ted Jones World Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Episode 211 here. If you guys are in New York City for the 15th time, come to Comedy Show with Ted Jones tonight. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Check the link in this YouTube video, Spotify, wherever you guys are listening to this. And if you're watching on Spotify, hello. Yes, we do have video on Spotify. Isn't that cool? Thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll see you soon. Peace.